Hi everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Vive, and uh, here I have just a tiny bit of housekeeping I wanted to do before getting to my impressions of uh, this latest game that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And uh, the housekeeping was actually to thank someone out there, a listener from Belgium, his name's Adrian, who uh, tipped us off to a couple of, of awesome tweaks uh, concerning some stuff that Damon and I had spoken about previously. Uh, one of them had to do with scrolling in Steam VR. Um, on that front, I actually haven't had a chance to look into it yet, uh, but if uh, if if you do end up uh, wanting to search for it, it does look like there's a Steam community discussion out there that kind of talks about uh, some of the scrolling issues in Steam um, and Steam VR and and being able to to scroll more properly um, with some of that. So um, so yeah, huge shout out to that. You uh, on that front, you should be able to like I said, Google it um, if you're having those issues. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Um, and then, and then more specifically for me, uh, the one that was most relevant, um, had to do with kind of a quick tweak on how to, to fix your trackpad on your Vive wands. So, uh, you know, obviously a lot of you guys out there that are listening, uh, keeps keep, uh, up with a lot of the, the news and, and things that people are talking about on Reddit and other places. And for a while there, there were a lot of people talking about, you know, the, you know, some quality control issues with kind of the pads on the Vive Wands and how over time uh, there were certain, um, you know, there were certain items within the pads that were going bad. I know Damon actually opened up his controller and replaced some of the components inside to fix it on his own. Uh, you know, the issue with that obviously is that, I mean, not that most of these wands are under warranty anyways at this point, but, you know, it is, you can damage stuff. It can be complicated to open up the controller. It doesn't didn't look like necessarily a super super easy straightforward process to me. Um, so you do want to be careful with that. But uh, if you are having issues with your trackpad, uh, something that you might want to try is actually uh, as simple as just squeezing a portion of your controller. So uh, kind of near right above, if if you look on on your Vive wands. Uh, the little section right above where the pad starts, uh, where the, the, the menu button is, if you take your, your thumb and your index finger and apply pressure just on the side right there, um, kind of in between uh, the back portion of the, of the controller plastic and the front portion, uh, if you're... If, if any portion of your trackpad became misaligned and that's what's causing it to not work properly, by squeezing it, you should be able, you do it lightly um, and you can find, uh, you, you should be able to find uh, some information about this online, but you just kind of lightly squeeze on it and if it is misaligned, you'll kind of hear a slight crack, like, a, like almost like you're cracking your knuckles. Like, you know, it's, I, I'm not saying put, use a ton of pressure, just a little bit. And if it does make kind of that snap back into place sound, um, then go ahead and push on your pad again, and it should be able to function properly now. And this is a huge lifesaver to me because, like I said, there was a portion of my pad that just felt stuck, and that was what was causing it not to function properly. And after doing that quick trick where I, where I you know, just applied pressure on the sides of the controllers like that and, and snapped it back into place, it now works perfectly. So I did want to give a shout out to Adrian and, and kind of at least give, uh, like especially with the, the scrolling uh, information, you know, for people that are 
having issues there and care enough about it to go and try to get it resolved. Um, people have, uh, you know, looked into those issues and there are some fixes out there. So uh, thank you so much, Adrian, for your help. It definitely uh, helped me with my controllers and I hope that there are listeners out there that, you know, might have had issues with their wands and were contemplating trying to open it up. Um, if this can solve the problem, great. Um, it's a lot easier than doing that or having to, to deal with HTC on getting anything repaired. So, um, and with that, I want to move on then to the game I played this week. Hi everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Vive. I'm uh, here just doing a quick solo episode today because I wanted to talk about a game that just came out actually uh, yesterday. The game is called Blind and it's by Tiny Bull Studios and published by Fellow Traveler. Uh, this game was uh, kind of a surprise to me. Uh, someone reached out to me uh, to pro you know provide me with a code to, to kind of try it out. And uh, I actually, you know, was very impressed with what I got to play so far. So I wanted to share it as quickly as possible uh, after, you know, getting a chance to play it and the game being released. Because I think for people out there that uh, are are into these sort of uh, games, I think this is a really strong one, and it and it lends a unique, uh, like a, a unique. Uh, experience that I think is unlike really any other game. I mean, to start out, uh, I would probably categorize this as kind of an escape room type uh, game. Uh, most of the time you're trying to figure out puzzles to get out of a specific room and move on to the next area in the mansion. That's the main location for the game. Uh, to give you kind of a, a brief backstory to get, get you into what makes this game unique, uh, the, the story kind of starts out with uh, like a kind of a cutscene uh, that you view that's very stylized uh, of your character who's a female driving her little brother somewhere, and she's she's taking him, and then you know there's kind of an, a nondescript kind of you know you know cra like some some scary something or other that is in front of you on the road on this on this dark gloomy rainy night, and you crash and you black out. And then your character wakes up and she discovers that she's in this mansion and she can no longer see. She's blind. And that's the unique part of this game is that uh, for the most part, the environment around you is all black. And the only way that you're able to kind of get glimpses of the environment around you to figure out where you can move is through sound. So the, the game you know, has a really strong uh, sound design. Um, as, as part of that, it has a narrator that kind of guides you along the way and then also tells you, you know, to kind of, you know, play, pay close attention to different sound cues within the environment. There will be things, you know, throughout the game that kind of create sound. You can, uh, you can stand still and kind of your breathing almost, uh, kind of illuminates, um, portions of, of, of the room so you can, can kind of get a glimpse of what's around you that way. Or you can pick up objects that you find along your way and kind of throw them in the room. And when it hits or ricochets off of something, that creates a sound wave that then reverberates around the room and lights it up a little bit. And when I say lighting it up, I mean uh, it's still limited in, in far as it's kind of like a sonar Think of like a daredevil or, you know, uh, you've seen probably similar kind of, uh, you know, interpretations of what it might be like to see using sound. In this case, uh, the environment is still black, but then you see kind of white shaded outlines of, 
of objects and, and the room around you. And, and like I said, it kind of goes with the sound that's being made. So as the sound hits and reverberates in the area, uh, it lights up objects around the sound only for, for a moment. And once that sound wave is gone, uh, your, your view of, of most of the background dissipates. There's also like these uh, uh, sonograph. No, I, I can't remember what they're called exactly, but you know those kind of old, almost record player-like device. I, I can't, I should have looked this up so that I wouldn't sound stupid when I'm talking about it here, but um, monograms? I, I don't know. You know those little wind-up, uh, big kind of tubular-looking uh, like audio devices uh, that are kind of, you know, I would say pre-records. Um, those are in the game, so they kind of, you see sound coming from those. That's often how uh, that that narrator or that that guiding voice uh, can kind of talk to you, um, but yeah. So you're basically um, using those sound cues to get around the environment and navigate these uh, these escape room like puzzles in the dark. And so it really is a unique experience. And that I mean, in addition to the fact that just escape room. Uh, experiences are in and of themselves kind of special in VR compared to normal other you know other types of games that you could play on a screen because you actually feel like you're in the environment. But this in particular is cool because I, I can't think of any other way that they would simulate uh, you know not being able to see and then also being able to kind of navigate or or light the room in this fashion using the sound. I mean, there's really no other. If you were trying to experience something like that on a screen, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't actually legit legitimately feel like you were you were blind, like you were in the dark uh, while you were experiencing that. You know, obviously, you wouldn't be able to see much um, other than what's you know being displayed on the screen. But still, in your actual environment, you'd be able to see. Here with the with the HMD on your head, uh, you know, you, it feels completely claustrophobic. When it's when the environment around you is black, you can't see anything, and that really teaches you to kind of rely on that kind of feeling around, and 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 rely on those sounds to get to get around the room. I mean, le legit, I legitimately felt like I was disoriented at times, literally trying to feel my way around the environment, and uh, it's it's a really unique feeling. Like I said, at first it it felt a little scary. It felt like you know, I, I didn't exactly, you know, I wasn't comfortable moving around the environment because I couldn't see. And that is obviously, you know, something, I mean, you can imagine just like in real life when you're, when someone's blindfolding you or when you're, when you're blindfolded and you're trying to move around in an environment, if you've ever, you know, played any you know type of game or something that required that, um, you know, if you can't see, you really feel like you're at such a huge disadvantage. And in this game, you feel that way until you kind of get used to the mechanics of, of of using the item, and then all of a sudden, some of the most useful items in the game are the random knickknacks and objects that are placed in the environment, like books, like little statues, like uh, candlesticks, all those kind of things that you know normally would just be window dressing on an environment. All of a sudden, become useful tools because uh, anytime you really need. A chance to see the environment well, you need to pick those up and kind of throw them on the ground and get a sense of, of where you are in that room. So again, I mean, this is just a really, really cool game um, that that has a unique take 
on the escape room uh, puzzle type systems that are found in other VR games, but it uses a mechanic that really is best done and can only be done in VR to uh, let you experience something completely fresh and unique. So this is definitely a game that if, if that sounds at all appealing to you, I definitely recommend. I mean, there were, I, I haven't played a ton of the game yet, and there were places that I got you know, stuck for a while and I wasn't able to, to move forward. Uh, some of that is just me not being exceptionally great at, at puzzle and, and escape room games, but I mean, that is something to be aware of that with any of these types of games, if you get frustrated um, by not being able to move on, um, you know, that could potentially, you know, kind of stop you in your tracks from moving forward until you figure things out. The game is new, uh, so there aren't, you know, a lot of people out there that have probably played the game yet um, uh, to kind of figure out exactly how to solve for all the puzzles and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, most of these games, uh, people will uh, provide that content. There's uh, ways that you can figure that out if you go to, you know, the Steam store page or you, you look up the game online, you're able to, to get through it. That is something I want to mention just because uh, this game... Right now, as at the time that I'm recording this, it just came out. It's on sale for for twenty dollars, but it looks like it's normally going to be twenty five dollars. For that price, I mean, this the production values are great on this. It really is a unique experience. Um, if you if this sounds at all appealing to you, that you want to experience kind of this dark room, you know, blind. Uh, type of a, an escape room type game, um, then there's nothing else like it, and it's it's definitely worth the price right there. But if you're the kind of person that's going to get frustrated or stop playing once they get you know stuck in a room or something, then you know that is something to consider. Consider the fact that you know it is it is 25 bucks. So um, there, you know, besides getting through the main story of the game, there. Were, really isn't much else other than playing the main storyline and getting through all the puzzle rooms. So uh, keep that in mind. But um, that said, I mean, especially coming from, uh, coming kind of out of nowhere, I wasn't really uh, necessarily expecting it. It's, it's certainly very cool, and I could see uh, people really, really enjoying it, uh, especially, like I said, people that are into new experiences and specifically stuff that can can only be done in VR. This is something that you definitely want to check out. So with that in mind, um, I definitely give this a recommendation. Uh, you know, go ahead and check it out. And uh, yeah, as always, uh, feel free to leave us comments. Uh, we always appreciate, you know, any kind of comments that you can put either um, on any of our YouTube videos, on any of the live streams that we do on Twitter, uh, even reaching out to us by email, all that stuff is great. So uh, thank you so much and take care.